This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, back in uh, 2017 and 2018, the Otago Regional Council worked with the Tomahawk Lagoon community to scope lake restoration works for the lagoon because its water quality was found to be degrading. And during that engagement period, goals, values, potential projects were identified. And uh, right now, the Otago Regional Council is engaging with the community to put a little bit more clarity around that to identify the projects that the community wants to work on. Project Delivery Specialist Libby Caldwell joins us this morning. Morena, lovely to have you with us. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Good. Now, Libby, you had a, an important meeting with the community last night, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But um, let's take it take it back a wee bit. I've given a bit of an overview about about what you're doing here. What would you add to that? Yeah, so we are re-engaging with the community now to um, prioritise the projects that they suggested in 2017 and 2018 so that we're clear on what the community would like to see happen within Tomahawk Lagoon to improve water quality and biodiversity. Um, So we had a meeting last night at um, Grant Bray's Football Club and there was a really good turnout from the community with about 25 people coming to have their say on their top three priority projects that they would like to see happen. Um, So we just need to wait on some long-term plan decisions on how much funding we ORC have to spend in the lagoon going forward. So there's some long-term plan consultation going on right now, of course. Yes. Um, So you you mentioned, you know, identifying a top three project. That would indicate that there are a number of others. What kind of range of, of options are you looking at? Yes, so there were 19 proposed projects, so that's quite a lot. Um, There's a range of lots of different things, so from forming a catchment group for that community um, through to removing algae, from uh, other algae removal from the lagoons itself, because over summer there are often algal blooms in there, which means that it's not a safe place for people to um, undertake their recreation or take their dogs. so uh, there's other things like community planting events, there's uh, projects to fence off waterways, there's um, a whole range of things like, what else have I got here, removing sediment from around the weir, a stormwater education project, and um, cool projects like storytelling around um, what historically the lake was used for and what values that it holds with that community as well. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that. I mean, why is this body of water so special to that community and perhaps to the wider community? Well, it's a very important um, place for a lot of people within Dunedin because we're, and we're very lucky to have it, a lagoon system within urban Dunedin. Um, it's important for uh, the recreation. So it's... It's owned by and managed by DOC, so it's a wildlife refuge. So we have lots of birds come in here and um, they molt in that in that lagoon system. And um, it's important because it's got a water, uh, it's got a walking track around there, so people can come and use it to have picnics down there. And some people go fishing down there. So there's lots of different values that we have to try and weigh up um, when we're creating these projects to. Most importantly, make sure that that wildlife refuge status remains and the wildlife are protected. There's been a lot of really excellent work done, particularly by local school children in the last few years, in terms of monitoring water quality and so forth. It's um, it's a great example of the community investing some of its time and effort to help the Otago Regional Council and others understand what's going on. Yes, that is exactly right, and we're very, very appreciative of the work that goes on with that community. Um, and the school kids coming along and doing the water quality monitoring and checking what 
fish and eels and the microinvertebrates live in that um, in that system because at the moment ORC don't have a uh, permanent water quality monitoring site. And so that's another proposed project that we have going forward is that we could potentially install our own um, monitoring site that we look at more regularly so that we can support the community results and make sure that they're all aligned with what the scientific data says. Libby, you mentioned there was quite a long list of potential uh, projects. That would indicate, I guess, that those ideas are important. To, you know, All of them are, impo- are important to, to somebody. So is this just a case of saying, look, we need to be realistic here about what we can achieve over a, a defined period in terms of resource? Yes, so in the long-term plan, we had put forward funding for years two, three and four um, to deliver some of these projects. Um, so obviously we don't have an unlimited amount of money that we can spend, so that's why we need to prioritise those projects to make sure we're spending the money in the right way for the community to get the outcomes that they want to see. And so that's a really important part for me is to see that the community have their voice and we're delivering what they think is really important. Now, it's important to say that last night's public meeting was just part of this process, but what was your sense of what came out of that meeting in terms of the energy for priority work? So everyone that um, attended the drop-in session were really energetic and enthusiastic. We had quite a few people put their details down that if there was a catchment group formed, they would be interested in joining that, which is amazing. Um... And it was nice to see faces that I hadn't seen before. So there were lots of people that were interested that I hadn't talked to about the lagoon. So that's really important to make sure we're capturing their opinions and values as well. So what happens from here, both with the feedback that you gathered last night and the ongoing process of collecting that feedback? Yeah, so there's an online uh, Your Say feedback form for anyone that couldn't attend they, they can still put their um, their votes in on their top three projects until the 7th of May and then from there I'll collate that data with um, all of the all of the votes and figure out what probably the top five or six projects are and then we'll get back together with some key stakeholders from the community and go through that um, once we know what the budgets are from the long term plan so that we can kind of allocate different budgets to things and if there's stuff we can do without budget then we can start getting into that next year. Libby, um, the community's been asked quite a lot recently about, you know, give feedback to the City Council's 10-year plan, give mm. feedback to the ORC's long-term plan, give feedback to another project. They might be feeling as though it's all a little bit much. In terms of what uh, is useful for you in terms of submission, um, you know, what kind of content, what kind of detail do you appreciate and need when, if someone wants to make a, a submission? Do you mean on the long term plan? No, or or on, on this project. project. Yep. Um, so any information that they have, anything we've missed in the draft management plan around issues that maybe we haven't captured from that engagement that happened in 2017 and 18 and it's, I understand that there's um, different pressures coming into that community with some subdivision work potentially going to happen in the um, within the lagoon within the lagoon catchment so um, there's different pressures than what were there 2017 and 18 so any any ideas anyone has is really really helpful for us going forward because we don't want to miss anything off all right Libby just remind us finally where people should go to find out more information and how they can engage in the feedback process Yes, so there's a um, website on Your Say, and there, and it's open until the seventh of May, so people can put their comments in on there. All right, 
Libby Caldwell, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the Awesome Morning Show and for the time you put in last night for getting uh, getting out into the community and seeking that feedback. It sounds like there are a lot of people with uh, a vested and invested interest in what goes on. Well, uh, stay close to this one. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.